Hey man, you there? Bring up the phone. Yo, what's good? How's it going, man? Hey, it's Will. I'm back. Hey, have a good time? Welcome back to the Catch Up, America's first all rapping podcast. I'm your I'm your MC Will R, and I'm DJ Funky Noah. You like how I just threw that in there, Noah? You didn't even expect that. I wasn't, but now we have to do the whole thing in rhyme. <laughs> oh man, that would be so hard. That would be infinitely harder than what we do now. Even though most things are harder than what we do now, like if we were to take the same content we just talked about covering the three segments that we talked about doing and mm-hmm. make them rap it would take me a week to prepare that right and oh geez that glad that, i'm glad that that's not a thing that can be counted as our april fool's joke <laughs> even though it's april 2nd right now oh uh, we should have done a prank oh yeah we could have released a good podcast <laughs> <laughs> that would be quite a prank psych it's the old shit <laughs> how are you no i actually haven't spoke to you in quite a while yeah it's been a while been a while um it's been it's been a long time we i'm good i went to sunny los angeles nice how was it uh it was good it was good so i went because i am starting my job tomorrow ah taking some time off before the old job begins yes i you know my sister lives in la and it was going to be hard to take time off once it starts to visit her so I went for the week for five days. Um, I really, I planned ahead very much. I booked the trip on Thursday and I left on Monday. Oh, nice. That's how they tell you to get those really good deals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, book the trip right before you go. They say wait as long as you can and yeah. it's not expensive. Yeah. Supply and demand. <laughs> um, I want to hear about um, both of these things. Well, I want to catch up about both of these things. <laughs> wink, wink, looks at camera. <laughs> Um, so let's go in order. Tell me how California was. California was good. I, I, you know, I, my sister lives there, so I'm there at least twice a year I go. Um, actually I hadn't been in more than a year this time, so forget what I just said, but. Well, it's the first half of the year. You can still be on budget. That's true. Thank you. Um, it's, it was fun. I went camping in Joshua Tree, which Mm, is. That's weird. (laughs) Which part? The Joshua Tree or the camping? Camping. Why? Now, I camp too. I just I haven't been in a while. I feel a little bit out of the camping loop. Uh, I have never been in the camping loop except I went to camp once. Like I mean, I went in camp. The camp I was in, we camped in a campground in tents, so it wasn't really the same. But Joshua Tree is crazy. It's so cool. It's yeah. Everything that I've heard and seen about Joshua Tree seems pretty freaking cool. Yeah, it's like two hours out of L.A., but it's um. It looks like you're in a Dr. Seuss land. Like, all the shapes of the rocks and the trees are insane. Um, like and the I, Truffula? What? The Truffula? What the that's hell is the, that? That's the trees in the Lorax. Oh, yes, actually. Yeah. I was thinking more of, oh, the places you'll go, the illustrations there. Um, oh, I can't read. <laughs> oh, it's pictures. Oh, yeah, yeah, the places you'll go. Got it. <laughs> um... No, it was really it was really cool. You lose phone service, um, and you just kind of it was packed. We got there at nine a.m. to get a campsite, and it was already packed with people. Um, oh and, wow! Yeah, you you get a little campsite that has a fire pit, and you um, basically share like an area with three or four other people that are in your 
kind of site in your campsite. But it's so cool because there's nothing to do except climb a ton of rocks and sit around. Um, I did notice that I kind of in my head thought we were going to be slumming it a bit more. And But my sister and her now fiancé have a lot. They have more camping equipment than they have furniture in their house. Interesting. Um, and it made me realize that, like, you – what am I trying to say? This didn't happen. It didn't rain. We had really good weather. But I, I feel like you can buy all the nice stuff and, like, all the stuff to make your camping experience really good. And then, like, one drop of rain or one gust of wind will just fuck that all up. Like, (laughs) you you can prepare so well and have all these commodities, and then, like, it's just going to rain. You're going to have a shit time no matter what. Um, Yeah, I I kind of – I share that. I I love camping, and I used to do it a lot more, um, but I'm not that person that enjoys it equally. Uh, Actually, all my outdoor things. Like, I like running. I like biking. And some people are just, like, immune to the effects of rain, but I will turn into a real bitch as soon as it starts raining. Oh, my God. That was my biggest fear going. I'm, like, I was so happy that we picked a good night, but I was, like – I was like, I'm going to sleep in this tent. It's going to pour, and I'm going to be upset, and this that's what's going to happen. Um, it didn't, though, and it was nice. The next day, it was super windy, so I'm glad we got out of there. But, yeah, that was kind of the highlight. The other thing that was fun about L.A. was um, this place called Trader Joe's. Love Trader Joe's. Yeah, and, you know, they have great food, but it wasn't the food that was fun there it was uh getting to watch someone get caught shoplifting while we were there oh love that yeah it was great like like sometimes i've seen people get busted and it was really sad because it was like a family and kids and it was not a great scene but i've also seen people just get straight nabbed in really entertaining ways please tell me about this (laughs) so this was um the only sad part about this is this woman was drunk out of her mind at like 3 p.m Oh, that's less fun. <laughs> and she got caught stealing a huge handle of vodka. Um, okay, ca- fun fun direction back, right? So yeah. as, the, as my sympathy goes down, the fun direction goes back on the meter. Right. She's not stealing food to feed herself. She's stealing vodka. Um, so my sister and I are checking out. We're buying stuff. And right in front of us, this security guard is like, uh, give that back. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he reaches into her bag and takes out this huge thing of vodka. But apparently she had another thing below that in her bag that she didn't give. She grabbed her bag back and the security guard was like, give it to me. And she got around him and ran out the store. Um, then and the cashier, my sister and I were like, holy shit. And the cashier was like, this happens like somebody does this like three or four times a week. I think Trader Joe's, their chill branding works against them a little bit because it's like, yeah, you know, they won't mind if I grab a handle. <laughs> right. You know, like, key food, key food will bust one in your ass. <laughs> Trader Joe's will be all good. It's true. Um, so, but then, yeah, I mean, you're kind of right because he wasn't even like, I'm going to call the cops. He was just like, give it back. Um, but she escalated the situation by running out of the store. Um, and into the parking garage that was connected to Trader Joe's. So my sister and I finish paying. We walk out, and we see three Trader Joe's employees in their, you know, trademark Hawaiian shirts, yeah. um, which are great, by the way, standing, yeah, great. standing in front of the parking garage with the gate, the parking gate down, blocking a car. And we find out the woman is in the car. Um, trying to get around them to leave. 
And so this is like, now it's like a security guard, three Trader Joe's employees, and the person who operates the parking gate are all involved in this. Um, so wait, can, can we pause for one second? Yes. This might sound a tiny bit callous, but like, why would an employee do that? Like, why insert yourself into that situation? Like, you don't have arresting authority. You know right. what I mean? Like, you're not going to change this woman's mind and make her feel bad about this and want to give it back. Like, as far as I see, like, I, so I, if I worked at Trader Joe's, I feel like I would stop at calling the police. I would describe her to the best of my ability. I would describe the situation, file a report, whatever they needed. But, like, what if that woman ran into that gate? Funny you say that. No. Yep. No. <laughs> 100%. Funny you say that. She swerved around the three employees, drove through the gate, and onto the street. Damn. Yeah. The gate didn't even break. Okay, the so gate... this like, further solidifies my, my thoughts on this. If somebody steals from me, I will try one time to get it back, and then no more. Yeah. I'm not getting run over by no crazy lady. Crazy, Some... probably drunk driving lady, too. Oh, for sure. For sure. And the... The thing, like, bounced off of the hood of her car into her windshield, didn't look like it broke anything, bounced up, and she just went over her car, and she drove. Um, and then we found out somebody got her license plate. So yeah, that's probably good. just she escalated the situation for herself from just oh, giving, totally. giving back whatever was in the bag to now she has resisted. <laughs> She's avoided paying the parking fee. She has, you know, endangered people. She's done all this reckless driving, probably DUI as well, like, I like I like to think that she's at home with that handle, just like pff, crushed it. <laughs> like this was actually the smoothest one of these heists has ever gone. Like all the other times, she had to kill somebody. It really, I really was upset that I didn't find out the rest of the story. But that was a crazy thing to watch. I can't believe yeah. you get you guessed it. Yeah, that 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 is kind of crazy. It's funny that L.A. I've been to L.A. several times, and I think that L.A. Like New York has a pretty even distribution of like baller and trashy things going on at mm-hmm. all times i feel like la only has really baller and really trashy things going on <laughs> like i've been to some swank places in in la and i've also just seen like the grimiest like crackhead antics that are normally reserved for like seedy territories in new york like, <laughs> i've seen crackhead antics like on the main drag in LA. i was gonna say it almost seems like there's no line in la like it's yeah, just it's like just, any like, block at once yeah. <laughs> yeah any block can have it all um, but yeah, that was that was my LA trip. It was fun. That's good. Yeah. And then pivoting towards forward looking. Yes. Because we don't dwell on the past here at the catch up. No. Um, are you excited for your first day of work tomorrow? Yes, I am. I'm excited. When you're when you're hearing this, I already have had it. Um, but I'm excited and I'm nervous because it's a small company, so I'm just nervous getting used to it. But I'm excited. They told me last week that there's exciting things happening and they can't wait to loop me in on the fun so great what are you yeah. wearing that's was my that was my question to you actually you oh, last time me some outfits fam last <laughs> oh, that's your catchphrase selfie me some outfits fam <laughs> last time you told me to come in with a hawaiian shirt and a flip-flop Oh, that was comical, Will. We're back to serious Will now. We were recording on a weekday that time. Now we're back into Sunday, Will. It's all business. Yeah, right. So as it happens, I record this in the closet that all my shirts are hanging up in. Oh, yeah. How convenient. So I'm looking at all of them right now. Um, I think that I'm going to dress nicer than I usually dress and then sort of keep working my way back down to, like, jeans and and a flannel. 
So I was going to say the vibe is probably like pants, at first at least like pants, but not jeans with like a collared shirt, but no tie. That's what I was thinking too. I have a pair of dress pants that was going to be my go-to and I was either going to do a sweater with the collar over or just a full collared shirt with no sweater. It really depended on how cold it was tomorrow. True. And then like some Clarks, I'm assuming. That's exactly it. The Clarks. Yeah, I think that's good. All right. Well, look out, world, because I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> look out, world, because I finally made it to where I was supposed to be. <laughs> you thought you could hold me back for almost two years? Well, guess what? You did, and now you didn't anymore. Well, on behalf of all of the co-hosts of the <laughs> Catch Up podcast, we're excited for you, and we can't wait to hear how it goes. You're excited for me. I didn't even know. I didn't realize that I had spoken poorly. You said, I'm a chided. We're a chided for you. Should we change it or just keep it? No, I want that in. Today's episode and the following message are brought to you by Ping Pong Balls. Welcome back to the catch-up. So, Noah, as you know, and some of our listeners know, part of my job is reviewing uh, lots of proposed state laws for different clients. And so I, I, I read a lot of noise and a lot of things that aren't important, and I discard a lot of it. But sometimes I find really interesting things, and I keep them on a list. And actually, I message them to my coworkers with the hashtag Bill of the Day. And no one ever reads them, I'm pretty sure, um, because no one cares except me, which is fine. But it's a good thing that I did it, because now it's going to be podcast content. Are you excited? I'm excited. I would just warn you against plagiarizing yourself. I got in trouble for that once, so. You did get in trouble for plagiarizing yeah. yourself. so just, you know. What a shit reason to get in trouble. Yeah. I'm just saying, be careful. Well, I am plagiarizing against myself, but don't tell anybody. This will be our secret. Your secret's safe with me. <sighs> Main Bill 42. Maine House Bill 42, an act to improve the enforcement of Maine's lobster laws. (laughs) (laughs) Establishing minimum penalties, such as license suspension, to deter violations including scrubbing lobsters, fishing over the trap limit, fishing sunken trawls or untagged gear, and molesting lobster traps. (laughs) It's a good one, right? Molesting lobster traps. It's quite specific. One of my coworkers found bills related to the shellfish constable in Massachusetts along similar lines. Ooh, can that be my name? The shellfish constable? You know that it can. (laughs) Yes. Ohio, House Bill 58. Please follow up with questions on this. (laughs) Okay. Because I think about these things all day. If we need to discuss it, let me know. (laughs) Ohio, House Bill 58. To amend Section 33.1.360 of the Revised Code to require instruction in cursive handwriting. What? Fuck fuck that person is what I would say. So I can't write in cursive. They're like, yeah, sorry, we don't have money for you guys to learn Spanish or learn how to code, but learn cursive. You better write in cursive. Yeah. I remember the hardest part of the SAT was having to write that, like, testimony in the back that said you weren't going to cheat Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. That took me, like, that was, like, literally the most, like, mentally straining thing in all the whole SAT for me. Oh, the the hardest. Because I'm a genius. No, I'm kidding. I, like, didn't do very well in the SAT at all. The hardest part was the math. True. I think that I am probably worse at math now than I was at the SAT, than I was when I took the SAT. What's one plus one? Two. Okay. 
Hilarious joke. Thank you. Here's a good one. Alabama House Bill 147. Schools, students, authorized to use sunscreen at school. (laughs) It's kind of weird, right? (laughs) So they weren't allowed before? Any thoughts on why sunscreen may have been prohibited at school? Because I, I looked into this. Okay. Chemicals. Not a bad guess. Think about what you do with sunscreen and who might do it. White people. Uh, correct. <laughs> this was a war on white people. They said no sunscreen. The white people all got burnt up. Little Timmy got burnt up. And, you know, I, I tend to not, when I use names as examples, I try not to use, like, generic white people names like Joe and Timmy. But in this case, that was absolutely appropriate. <laughs> not, dude. So. I, I can't, for the life of me, figure out why. So some people uh, were less than thrilled with adult teachers applying sunscreen to their children. Okay. So this was like high profile, and some legislator wanted to come in and save the day. Rubbing this bill it. provides, in Section C, any student, parent, or guardian requesting a school board employee to apply sunscreen to a student shall present to the nurse a parent-prescriber authorization form. Wow. So, a permission yeah. slip. Yeah, I mean, you know, let's be honest. Timmy got touched. <laughs> These PC times, man. Well, I mean, you don't legislate for the common case. You legislate for the extreme case, you know? Right, right. Which is what they, which is why Utah House Bill 300 is, is going to be enacted. Uh, chapter 4255, Trampoline Park Safety Standards Act. <laughs> and let me tell you. Uh, section 11551024 defines double bouncing means a process where two or more participants jump into a trampoline bed at the same time, applying more downward force on the trampoline bed than one participant could generate in order to launch one participant significantly higher than is otherwise possible. This is prohibited? This is prohibited so in there section mu- 11553024. So there must have been a case where somebody bounced someone up and over. Yeah. This is like that that case in in Community, that episode of Community. (laughs) No double bouncing. Yeah, I I, I feel like someone like got impaled on some gate or something, and it's just yeah, we got to legislate against double bouncing. I would love to find out the one reason why each of these bills was enacted as well. Yeah, so well, first of all, they're they're proposed at this point, but like, it's actually you can call these the offices that sponsor these bills. It's like their job to tell you. Oh wow. Yeah. Um. I like to think that there's this trampoline park lobby that like stormed the Capitol. Like you're killing our jobs. <laughs> we can't survive. That's why these kids come here to double bounce. <laughs> Timmy was an accident. It was a freak accident. That's where we make our money. Yeah. <laughs> you're destroying our livelihoods. My grandfather double bounced. He double bounced all the way from Ireland. You are here. You tell me I can't double bounce. <laughs> Some of those must have been good. Yeah, some of those must have been good. Um, Another Minnesota bill that I like. um, This is when I started uh, incorporating emojis into my, into sending these to my coworkers because I didn't think anyone was reading them. (laughs) Nice. Um, So, blaze orange hunting requirements modified to allow blaze pink. So, does Mm -hmm. this make sense on its face? Yes. Yeah, right. So you wear like your orange hats and stuff, but now, you know, you want a little stylistic variety. Pink <laughs> apparently does, you know, is the same uh, bullet deterrent 
the same level of bullet to turn as orange. So now you can you can stunt in both pink and pink and orange. Thank God for that. I know, right? I look way better in pink. Orange <laughs> we, is disgusting. We've come a long way. I'll say that. Yeah. So here is an interesting one. It's the longest one. It's also my last one. South Dakota Senate Concurrent Resolution 1. This is the first resolution that the Senate made uh, after their new session started uh, following the new year. Concurrent Resolution 1. Inviting President Donald J. Trump to visit the state of South Dakota, and most especially to visit Mount Rushmore Memorial and Crazy Horse Memorial. Wow. This wouldn't be a catch-up episode if we didn't shit on Trump for a second. No, definitely um, not. What are your thoughts on this? So they're propo- they're asking him to come visit. This is a formal. This is a formal invitation for him to come visit. Uh, well, I, I don't understand why. <laughs> like I get it. He's a president, so I guess he should visit those things. But it's Trump. <laughs> yeah, it's Trump. About 20 states put something like this, congratulating Trump for his victory, inviting Trump to come visit, uh, reaffirming the the intent of the legislature is to be, well, uh, you know, um, like something about like being welcome, like welcoming to the state or like West Virginia, like Donald Trump. It's crazy. Um, is it all the I'll, states he won? I, there's certainly a pattern uh, of states that support him post, <laughs> post-election. Um, I'll read some of the text from this because I think that it's funny. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the Senate of the 92nd Legislature of the State of South Carolina, the House of Representatives concurring therein, that the South Dakota Legislature hereby invites President Donald J. Trump to visit the great state of South Dakota and to spend time in the Black Hills viewing Mount Rushmore, America's shrine of democracy, and the emerging carving of the crazy horse, of crazy horse, and be it further resolved, this is the best, this is the best part. That the South Dakota legislature hereby encourages Governor Dennis DeGard, United States Senator John Thune, United States Senator Mark Rounds, United States Representative Christy Nome, and their staff to promote such a visit and to suggest that it would be particularly appropriate for the visits to take place on or near the 4th of July. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is state-sponsored ass-kissing, dude. This... This is like, please, can you, you guys know yeah. Trump, right? Can you guys go oh. ask him if he'll come? Oh, and, 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 if you're, and if you're going to come, please, could you have your staff make it for 4th of July? <laughs> this is taxpayer-funded ass-kissing. That is some bullshit, but I'm sure he'll say yes because it's ego-stroking. I don't know if he'll say yes. There's a lot of plans for 4th of July for the president, I would assume. That's true. He also turned down doing the first pitch. Um, yeah, right? So... Who knows? And the correspondence dinner. So you know what? All bets are off. But I what a, cannot. What a dingus. I cannot believe they're like on their knees begging him to come. You know, I'm starting to like him a bit. <laughs> <laughs> April Fools. Today's episode is brought to you by Healthcare in America. Yeah, I know all about it. Why? What's up? So, Noah, as you know, this weekend, I was at um, my cousin's farm this weekend. Yes, I did know that. So, I saw some pretty beast mode insects at this farm, to be totally honest. (laughs) And I'm just admitting, I I just admitted to myself, like, I am scared of bugs. (laughs) Like, I'm not deathly afraid of bugs, and like, I think I'm not, you know, like, when a bug happens in my house... (laughs) (laughs) 
when a bug I happens. I, I kill it, right? Like, I don't, like, I'm not, like, up on a stool, like, freaking out. But, like, there's no, no reason to be scared of bugs. There might be a reason to be scared of, like, a bee that stings you. But I'm equally scared of a bee that stings you and then, like, a cockroach. Actually, no. Cockroaches are disgusting and scary. Cockroaches and just, are I, fucking frightening, man. They're, they're, they're frightening. And there's no reason that they should be. But, like... There's this idea that we should be like manly or something and like yeah. like macho and like not and it'd be like totally cool to go kill the bugs. Dude, bugs are disgusting. <laughs> they are. They're terrible. And so this is I started thinking about this like this is an irrational fear, right? But I think that typically when we talk about irrational fears, we confuse the irrational with like the uncommon. Right. Right? Because like everyone is scared of bugs. Right. <laughs> like it is an irrational fear that is extremely common. If you think yeah, yes, definitely. And so I was just like I was just thinking today in in the car home from disgusting giant insect land. And no, it's a beautiful farm. And I, oh, Bugville I had a great time. Yeah, Bugville. Got um, it. of like other other kind of irrational fears that I have. And so I, I wrote a couple down, and I asked you to as well. Yes, as the lyric in the Weezer song "Falling for You" goes, I've got a number of irrational fears that I'd like to share with you. I definitely know that song because I'm cool. <laughs> Definite yes. No yeah, chance yeah, yeah. I didn't know that song. Yeah. Um, that said, in thinking about some of my, my fears, uh, some of them are definitely uncommon and irrational. I think that mine are kind of common, but I feel self-conscious about them. Yeah. So I, dude, I feel self-conscious about telling everybody I'm scared of bugs. I'm supposed to be the, 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 you know, the man. You're supposed to be the bug guy. All my friends look up to me. They're all just (laughs) disappointed now. Yeah. Everyone's disappointed, but I'm glad I got that out there, man. And I would invite any, I would invite anyone who agrees to, to bond together with me. Bugs are disgusting and scary. I don't like them. You ever seen a water bug? Oh, my God. They're fucking Yo. disgusting. Yo. Water bugs are unreal gross. They're terrible. And they scare me. Yeah. People are going to think less of us after they hear this segment. That's I don't. Sure. I don't care. I don't care. That's I'm going to start fine. a whole support group for guys that are confident and strong but are still scared of bugs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tell me what you're afraid of, Noah. Okay. Lay down on the lay down on the the therapeutic love seat of the ketchup and tell me what you're afraid of. I am afraid of loose hair. What? I'm very afraid of loose wet hair. Um, not even it doesn't even have to be loose hair. I sat Wait, on what, the, what the hell's a loose hair? Like strands of hair. Like okay. Strands of hair in the shower or somehow that get on the fucking side of the wall in the bathroom or like. Like little hairs in the sink. Or the worst one yesterday was four hairs caught in the seat in front of me in the plane. Like just floating around. So it's... this might be this might be therapeutic to us, right? Tell me what you are scared of happening. It touching me. <laughs> so and then what? And then it feeling slimy and gross and fr- it, fr- it probably has to do with like I don't know whose it is, and it's just that the thought of loose hair skeeves me out. And I gotcha. I think that is, that is a genuine irrational fear. I'm so glad that we're doing this segment. Yeah, it is irrational. It's irrational because what is it going to do? Jump out at me? Like it's just sitting there, and if it's in my house, it belongs to one of three of my us. Like, sure, it's not yeah. it's not anyone I don't know, but except the plain one. That's fucking disgusting. Whatever. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, one of my most irrational fears, like I am scared of getting murdered, <laughs> like random, right? Like That's... I have n- like my, my most grave enemy 
is someone who I like broke up with without a good enough explanation. Like that's the person that hates me more than anyone else. Right. right. But I'm scared. Like, like I'll be like walking down a dark alley and I'm like, this is it. <laughs> I am about to get knifed. This is it. And I'll like, I'll like jog to my house. So how irrational is this? How often do you think about this? More often since people started getting shot on my block, to be totally honest. <laughs> well, but, that's but the fair. thing is, no, no, but but so it, it's a it's a specific type. I'm I'm scared of like. So it was a bad example to use like the enemy things because that's not actually what I'm scared of. I'm scared of like, ran uh, like a random act of violence happening to me. Right, 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 right. Like I'm I'm an easy target. Like I'm not, I'm I'm not very large. Like if you stab me, I'm going down. Right, right. I'm easy. Yeah. So I get that. it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. I'm not in constant fear of it. It's just like maybe like once a month I'll be like coming in my house late at night and be like, you know what? There's definitely a guy with a baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire, barbed wire like around the door right now. It's just like, and I don't, I'm not, I don't even try to do anything about it. I just accept it. It's like, man, it sucks. I'm scared. I'm scared. I right understand. Now. That actually brings me to my next irrational fear, which is an empty house, um, an, yeah. em- an empty dark house. If I'm the only one in it i still consider it empty because i'm scared but if i'm walking into an empty house it's even worse um empty house i would add slash super quiet house yeah so interestingly enough so i'm also pretty scared of like big empty houses and what i do is i i put music on but that actually should just make me more scared because it means that i have like less sensory ability to monitor what's going on in the house right you busy jamming you won't be able to (laughs) yeah (laughs) You're fucking balling out to Kanye. You won't be able to hear the guy with the knife behind you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Th- those are actually a bit connected, the, the murder and the empty house thing. Yeah. Okay, so to completely pivot, every time I get a brain freeze and I'm in the peak of the brain freeze, I freak out about what if it doesn't go away. Oh, no. Wouldn't that be horrible? <laughs> like, that's your new normal, living Yo, with the yeah. brain freeze. No, no, no. Real deal, though, like, I would end my own life. Oh, fuck. No, no, no. I wouldn't end my own life unless I had tried everything. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe I get worse brain freezes than anybody else, but my brain freezes are absolutely excruciating. Are they really? I, I mean, yeah. Are they not for you? They're bad. I honestly don't get much brain freeze. So I'm like – I like drink too fast in the summer and like eat ice cream too fast. And I the ice like cream. I, one that like if it's longer than 10 – so this is some some – some context. It feels like if it was longer than 10 seconds, what I would actually do, or no, longer than one minute, I would try to knock myself out. Mm, that makes sense. And I just get scared. Like, what if this is, what if it's going to happen forever? I get it. Yeah. I get it from iced coffee a lot. Um, yeah. Especially, yeah. I like destroy iced coffee. So I get it probably most frequently from iced coffee yeah. as well. That's a, that's, it is irrational, but I understand it. I understand it where it so comes bad. from. so <laughs> bad. I get a pretty low, low pain tolerance, too. One of my other ones uh, actually reveals how low my pain tolerance is. <laughs> um, mine, the one, the way you just described bugs is how I would describe pigeons. I Oh, really? Yeah, I fucking... I have kind of a fondness for pigeons. No, I hate pigeons, and I'm, I'm so afraid of them. I am so afraid of pigeons. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> really, like, I... If they fly too low on the street, like, I'll just full-on duck on the street. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. No, I think most people feel how you feel about pigeons. They, they are pretty gross. They're fucking rats with wings, man. They, they're, and they just, oh, the sound they make makes me want to, like, slit my wrist. It, I cringe so hard at it. 
The, I think because I haven't lived in New York City for a while, I associate them with like a place that I miss and love, and that's why that's why I kind of like them. Yeah, well, if you want to come take them and bring them to DC, that's fine. Sounds good. Um, one thing New York City related that I'm super scared of. Um, I'm. It's not so much that I'm scared. Yeah, it's a fear. I, I hate being beeped at, <laughs> and I'm always scared <laughs> that someone's gonna like right behind me. Like I. If I like am looking at the radio or something and don't realize that the green that, that the light turned green and uh-huh. I like look up and the light's been green, I'm like <gasps> and I like go really quickly. I'm scared <laughs> someone's gonna beep at me. Be- beeping at me messes me up my driving up for like ten minutes. <laughs> I n- almost never beep at anyone. I, and I f- it feels like a treat when I press on the horn sometimes. It's like a nice I, little like I feel awful when I beep at people. I've probably beeped my horn in earnest like three times in my whole life oh really but me too but i've those times i've been like they've deserved it like you i feel that. i feel good about it like yeah, <laughs> fuck you cutting me off like i got yeah. it well i really peaked the mic there um do do you have any more i have i have one more i'll share i have one more as well you go ahead okay this isn't as much anymore this was an irrational fear i had when i was a kid um i was very afraid of the bathroom overflowing in my elementary school and sweeping me away. <laughs> oh man, like some tsunami, some tsunami stuff. So I had a little like bit of a bully in kindergarten, and he told me that the bathroom was gonna overflow and wash me away. So instead, to prevent that during nap time, I have to hold on to the leg of the table. Oh man, that's adorable. So um, ev- side every. Note. Yeah. Can we have a two-hour interview with your kindergarten bully? Yes, I can get him on the line. I still know him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he'd be you're happy. You have to, to hold me back. No, you're gonna have to hold me back. <laughs> I went to high school with him too. Um, mm-hmm. Do I know yeah. him? What's his name? Nick. Nick what? K- no, I don't know. Okay. You lucky I don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So I used to go during nap time, hold on to the leg of the table. And pretty much for, like, three years after that, before our school switched buildings, I was, like, convinced that the bathroom was going to overflow and wash me away. So nice. that's – I don't have that fear anymore. Like, I get I get the concept of bathrooms overflowing now. But Yeah. It was rough and for like, a while. And, like, you, you get the probability of it overflowing, but you also get the gravity of it overflowing. Like, Correct. it's going to suck. But yeah. you're, unless you have like a really intense bathroom overflow, it's not taking me anywhere. anywhere. Right. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not leaving the place. <laughs> my my final one is probably the most preventable. Um, I have a pretty horrible habit that I'm going to share with you. Ooh. Okay. Well, let me see how to present this. <laughs> I think that was pretty good. <laughs> have you ever touched the thing that you're not supposed to touch all the way in your ear? Oh, now I want to do it. Um, well, I I have a horrible habit of like going real deep and hard with the Q-tips. Oh, and if a Q-tip isn't available, I will use whatever the closest approximation of a Q-tip is. Oh uh, well, candidates I'm... include but are not limited to pen caps, uh, car keys, <laughs> uh, things like that. Well, I'm literally cringing right now. I'm and like, if you ever go in there, there's a thing in there. I, I am not a doctor. I don't know what it is. But if you touch it, it hurts real bad. My, You said the Q-tips, and that is a fear of mine. I completely forgot. And that. I get scared that, like, some 
something, some like blow dart or some un, some unexplained, very small and accurate projectile is going to hit that thing <laughs> very hard and that the pain will be so intense that I will, I will just like pass out. Oh, I like went into fetal position for a second. That was, yeah. that's terrible. That is Sometimes terrible. I think about it when I'm like riding my bike, like maybe some combination of like the wind and the air pressure and the speed is going to be like right in there. Oh God. Stop doing that. And I'm less afraid of like, I'm less afraid of dying than I am of these things that I'm that I'm listing here, right? Well, you had murder on there. Yeah, but I'm literally not scared of the death part of that. I'm just, scared of like just the, the like, murdering scary, part. Scary, like <laughs> the music that plays. Right, right. <laughs> like I'm not scared of being alone. I'm not scared of being poor or getting sick. Like it's these things right. that I'm irrationally afraid of. It is insects. It is harmless insects. <laughs> That scare me more than dying. I know. It's little strands of hair. <laughs> well, we are two scaredy little boys. We are scaredy cats. <laughs> that was the most honest I've ever been. With anyone, ever. Uh, ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. You have no problem. That's what this is for. <sighs> Next week on The Ketchup, we just lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bruh, I gotta go to the grocery store. All right, get what you gonna get? Um, good question. I'm in New York two days this week, so I want something easy. I'll probably get some. It'll be a snack-heavy week, like some granola bars, some tortilla chips, and then like sandwich fixings. Because I don't want to be. I'm not gonna like cook. I'm staying at my sister's place. I'm not gonna like cook at my sister's place. Yeah, you know, you know. I got it. You know, I got it. I understand. I understand. Yeah. So a lot of scallops. Yes, just straight fish. I'm going to take it on the Acela up there. Two-day-old <laughs> fish unrefrigerated. Mm, they're going to love it. They're going to love it. Well, enjoy that. Um, yep. If I don't get fired tomorrow, I'll let you know how it goes. It was good chit-chatting with you. Good luck, buddy. Thanks. TTYL. Goodbye. Bye. The Ketchup is Will R. and Noah Shore, with executive production by Noah Shore. Our intro music is by Headlong Snipers. And our outro music is by Skirt. Thanks to our sponsor, the paperclip from Microsoft Office.